0: The makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coats present Marion and Jim Jordan as Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, the King's Men, and Billy Mills Orchestra. The show opens with I Got Rhythm. 79 Wistful Vista, full of breakfast and contentment, all unaware that fate is coming up the walk in the form of a man with a bag on his back, and it isn't Santa Claus, we find Fibber McGee and Molly.
2: Now, look, McGee, while I do up the breakfast dishes, why don't you take the car down to the garage and get that noise taken out of it?
3: <laughs> I took it down yesterday. <laughs> And you know what?
2: No, what?
3: (laughs) Oh, this will slay you, Molly. I drove the car up to the garage and says, Hey, I said, can somebody here take a noise out of this car? And the guy says, sure, he says. I'll have a mechanic ride on the running board and see if he can find it. I said, this car ain't got any running board. (laughs) He said, well, thanks for telling me. I lose a lot of mechanics that way. (laughs) Don't you get it, Molly? I said, no It ain't
2: funny, McGee.
3: Oh. (laughs) Oh, well, it's... Whimsical. (laughs) You see, the laugh comes where the fellow falls off...
2: Oh, there's the mailman, dearie. Oh. Ask him how much airmail stamps are today.
3: Okay. I'll pinch a few first to see if they're fresh. <laughs> Come in. Good morning, good morning, good morning.
0: Here's the mail for you folks. Oh, oh.
2: thank you, Mr. Mailman. I'll take it.
0: All righty. Now, let me see. Here's something from the Bonton Department Store. That's just the circular. You don't want that. What? Hey, what's the and, idea? And uh, here's a new collier. Very funny cartoon on page 26. <laughs> At least there was. <laughs> I tore it out so I could show it to my wife.
4: <laughs>
3: hey, listen, Bud. If all mailmen men are like you, no wonder Farley's losing his
0: hair.
4: <laughs>
0: Why don't you just. Put... Uh, I almost forgot. Uh, here's a registered letter for you, Mr. McGee. It's just sign right here. Huh? Registered letter. Okay,
3: Bud.
2: Oh, who's it from, dearie?
3: From the City License Bureau. Uh, does it uh,
0: bother you if I read over your shoulder? Yes, it does. Get out of here. Oh. All righty. You can tell me about it tomorrow. Good day. Good day.
2: Heavenly days. What a snoopy mailman.
0: Mm.
3: I guess. McGee,
2: <laughs> what's the matter? Dad
3: rat, them dad ratted, long-eared, ham-handed, button-brained, numbskulls. They can't do this to me. Who can't do what? Them mugs down to the city hall in the license bureau. They say we got to get a new license. Oh,
2: they do, do they? Yeah. Well, we can prove we were married fair and square, McGee. <laughs> ID after all, No, these no, years. no, no,
3: no. Not a marriage license. A dog license. We haven't got a dog. Of course we ain't got a dog, but listen to this. Mr. Fibber McGee, 79, Wistful Vista, unless you appear at this office within two days and obtain a 1940 license for your dog, we will be forced to proceed against you according to Section 1 of Paragraph 3 of City Ordinance 1781 in the old book. <laughs> Which carries the penalty of a $5,000 fine and or three years in jail. Oh, so they're going to prosecute me, are they? I'll show them pickle push politicians down there they can't pull no wool over my eyes. Well, what shall we do? I'll show you what we'll do. As the guy says when he tossed Darwin's book into the fireplace, they ain't going to make a monkey out of me.
2: <laughs>
3: Give me the telephone. Here. Thanks. Hello, operator. Give me the city hall. Oh, is that you, Mert? Oh, uh... How's every little thing, Mert?
4: What's A? Your
3: little ten-year-old brother come staggering home plastered. Really got pie-eyed, eh, Mert? Oh, how disgraceful. No, the kid was in a pie-eating contest and got so plastered up with lemon meringue he couldn't see where he was going.
4: What's A, Mert?
3: Oh. Oh, never mind, Mert. I'll try it next week.
2: Thanks. (laughs) Wouldn't you get to City Hall?
3: Nope. Mert says them politicians down at the City Hall are so rushed these days you can't get a call through.
2: Well, why are they so rushed?
3: It's all on account of Izzy. Izzy who? Oh, you know. Is he going to run for a third term? (laughs) Is he going to announce it soon? Is he playing possum? All stuff like that there.
2: I see. By the way, is there any law against a third term, dearie?
3: Nope. Just tradition.
2: Oh, just tradition. Yeah, and
3: you know what that means. A tradition is an unwritten law that nobody dares to bust. On account of if they do, it'll be made into a written law, and somebody's liable to repeal it, and then the fat's in the fire. Ah.
4: <laughs> you
3: can't repeal a tradition. <laughs> Say, that ain't bad. Remind me to write that down.
2: <laughs> it is written down. Where did I write it? You didn't
3: write it, you read it. Huh?
4: Oh.
3: <laughs> well, now, let me see. What was I doing? Oh, yes, that dog license. That rat, them guys, we ain't had a dog for seven years.
2: Oh, has it been that long?
3: Well, I think so. See, now, we got that pup in 1912. Uncle Dennis dropped in for two days in 1922. Went home again in
4: 1927.
3: <laughs> we started work for Johnson's Wax in 1935. Got our first belly laugh in
4: 1938. <laughs> Why, well, Chuck, it was
3: all of seven years ago,
4: Molly.
2: Well, I guess there's nothing to do but go down to the city hall and get it straightened out.
3: That's it, anyway. It seems like I'm always going down there to complain about something. It
2: does, doesn't it? Yeah. I heard Alderman Broby say the other day that you were getting to be quite the moan about town. <laughs>
3: Well, let's
4: go. Okay,
3: ahead. I'll learn that mob of flag-waving baby kissers. They can't push Pepper McGee around. Come on. Let's go, Molly. Oh, black and sad, red, red, and Hi, mister. Oh, hello there, little girl. Now, don't bother us now, please.
5: Why? I'm
3: sore, that's why. Oh, gee, that's too bad, mister. Well, shut.
5: Sure. If you weren't so big and I wasn't so little and we had a place to sit down, you could sit on my lap and tell me all about it. <laughs>
3: Yeah, and if liver wasn't so good with bacon, we'd eat more eggs.
5: <laughs> now, run along, hey, sis. Hey, Mr. Hayes. What? Hmm? What do you want,
3: sis? We're in a hurry.
5: I got Esther, Bunny. <laughs>
3: you mean Easter.
5: No, Esther. That's his name. Oh. <laughs> I got Esther for Easter.
3: <laughs> Did your mother buy it for you?
5: Sure. I asked her for Esther for Easter. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Reminds me of the time I was in Panama, sis. I crossed the isthmus on Christmas on
4: business. (laughs) Hmm?
3: Oh, let it go.
5: What, my rabbit? Mm, Gee, I guess I won't let Esther go, I bet you. He's a nice rabbit, and she's cute, too.
3: (laughs) You're on the wrong show, sis. This sounds like the battle of the sexes. Well, I, well, to be frank... No,
5: no, it's Esther. Frank is my goldfish.
3: <laughs> well, to be frank about Esther, you don't seem to be sure whether it's a buck or a doe.
4: She's both.
3: Oh, no, she isn't.
4: Oh,
5: yes, she is. Oh, no, she isn't. Oh, yes, she... Well, gee, she cost my mama a buck, and that's... A lot of dough, these days.
0: While we're waiting for Vibber and Molly to return, I'd like your attention for just a minute. How many times during the year do you ask yourself, where does all this dust come from anyway? Well, dust comes from a lot of places. In your home, it comes mainly from the outdoors. Dust blown up from the fields and the streets and carried inside on shoes and clothing or by the breeze. Now, if you could live in a hermetically sealed house and never go outside, you could keep this dust out. But obviously, you can't do that. What you can do is to protect your floors, furniture, and woodwork with genuine Johnson's wax. Dust cannot cling to a gleaming Johnson wax surface. Scientific tests have proved that when floors, tables, windowsills, picture frames are Johnson waxed, only half as much dust collects there. This means less work in dusting, and it means also that your entire home is always cleaner, more beautiful. Genuine Johnson's wax, paste or liquid, performs the double duty of protection and beauty. Order some tomorrow.
3: Look, Molly, now that we're down here, let me do the talking, see? I'll show these city hall dumbbells they can't push an honest taxpayer around... Hey, Bud, which way is the dog license bureau? Oh, hello there, old timer. Hello there, Johnny. Hello, daughter. Your dog
1: licensing? Yep. What kind of dog you got? We haven't got a dog.
3: Then what you want a license for? That rat, we don't want a license. We came down here to tell them we ain't going to buy one.
1: That's <laughs> kind of silly, ain't it, Johnny? <laughs> but on second thought, maybe I better go with you. I ain't got a dog either.
4: <laughs>
2: Mr. Oldtimer, we received notice that we have to buy a 1940 dog license or be prosecuted. And we came down to protest.
3: See? Oh, you're no help. But as the soda mint tablet says to the glass of water, I'm going to settle somebody's hash.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good, Johnny. But that ain't the way I heard it. The way I heard it, Bob Hope says to Jerry Kelowna, Say, says, Is it true that thousands of dentists recommend our toothpaste? Yep, says Kelowna. That's what they keep telling them down at the
4: orifice. <laughs>
1: oh, dog licenses. Yeah, well, uh, right down the hall, Johnny, and uh, scratch at the door. So on, kid. <laughs>
3: Sure. Why, that old stupo. Well,
2: here's the license bureau, McGee.
3: Okay. Hold my coat while I roll up my sleeves. Oh, no, I... no, McGee, please. Well,
2: Let's try to settle this thing peaceably. Uh, Besides, uh, you might get hurt. Uh,
3: oh, well, all right. But remember, you talked me out of it.
4: <laughs>
3: and the first wisecrack I get from one of these guys, wham, you sock him with your purse.
4: <laughs>
2: Now wait, Biggie. Promise me you'll keep your temper. Well, you—you you frighten me when you fly into these rages. After all, you know you're the killer type.
3: Am I really? <laughs> Gee. Well, come on.
0: I'll try to control myself. <laughs> Uh, something for you, sir? Marriage license? Building license? Hunting or fishing license? Nope. Dog.
2: And we haven't got a dog.
0: Oh, then you want a license for a dog you're planning to get. Is that it?
2: No, it isn't. We haven't had a dog for seven years. And we don't want another dog.
0: Well, then why, madam, do you wish to get a dog license?
3: That, Brad, we
0: don't want to get a dog license. That's what I come in here to tell you. Now, excuse me, sir, but if every citizen came in to tell us he didn't want a dog license... Oh, answer the phone.
4: <laughs> Just a moment, please. Uh,
0: license Bureau? Yes, madam. Yes, dog licenses are $2. Why, of course, I think you should have a dog. No, oh, no, they're no trouble at all. What? Why, certainly not. Oh, what if they do track up your kitchen linoleum? Just try a little Johnson self-polishing glow coat <laughs> and see how it protects the linoleum against certain scratches. What? Johnson's Glow Coat. G-L-O hyphen C-O-A-T. It requires absolutely no rubbing and no buffing. You just pour it on, spread it around, and let it dry. Oh, don't mention it, madam. Can I expect you in tomorrow for a dog license? Oh, that's great. Good day. Sorry to keep you waiting, folks. Now, let me see. Uh, What kind of dog did you say you had? A wire-haired terrier. Uh, Dad, Brad, I
3: told you we didn't have a dog. (laughs)
0: Look, we got this official notice to come in and get a dog license.
2: But we haven't got a dog. Yeah.
0: You're not concealing your dog to avoid paying the tax. I tell you, we ain't got a dog.
2: No, we haven't had a dog for seven years. And he was 15 years old then. Yeah.
0: Well, that makes him 22 years old now. Remarkable age for a dog. You must be giving him wonderful care. Uh, But for the last time, we haven't got a dog. We just come in here to protest against this
3: notice.
2: And we refuse to buy a license for a dog we don't even own.
0: Oh, so you don't own the dog. Who does then? Ah, nobody does. <laughs> That's right anyway. Oh, I see. A stray dog. Well, you'll still have to take out a license for him. Now, listen here, my fine-feathered friend. If you think for one minute that Now, you...
2: now, McGee, temper, temper.
0: Oh,
3: but look, Molly, they can't do this to me. I'll take this up with the mayor himself. I'll take it up to the United States Supreme Court. Yes, I'll do better than that. I'll tell Walter Winchell. Oh, no. <laughs>
0: Mark my words, Bud, you ain't heard the last of this. I'm sorry, sir, but it's the law. Every dog must be licensed. And I regret to say it, sir... But I don't think you're the type of man who should be permitted to have a dog. Good day.
3: Did you hear what he says, Molly? I ain't the type that should have a dog. Why, I think more of that dog of ours than... McGee! Dog. Huh?
2: We haven't got a dog, remember?
3: Oh. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, come on, Molly. I'll get this thing straightened out before I leave this city hall, for my name ain't Fibber McGee. And speaking of Fibber McGee, I wonder what I've ever become of old Harlow Wilcox?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, for scrim's sake, Fizzard
3: and Choopy. Well, fancy meeting you here, isn't it? Or is it? No, I guess it
4: isn't.
2: <laughs> Hello, Mr. DePopolis.
3: Hi, Nick. Say, we just had a session with the city license clerk, and it looks like we're in a jam. Oh, my goodness, a jam session. No, <laughs> We got a notice that we have to buy a 1940 dog license or pay a fine and maybe go to jail.
4: Yeah,
2: and we haven't got a dog, as you know very well, Mr. DePopolis.
3: No, but I knew very well the
1: dog you used to have. A very intelligent K-7, too. K-9. Oh, was he that old, Pizzard? <laughs> anyway, that dog was a very smart dog. I think he must have studied medicine sometime, because he always knew where there was a bone buried in the muscles of my leg. LAUGHTER <laughs> oh, but there's no hard feelings, Fizzer. It's all healed up now.
4: <laughs>
2: yes, but we haven't had that dog for seven years. So why should we buy a dog license now? Yeah.
1: I think something has got you there, Cupid. But I hope it'll all come out in the wash, and I think it will, because they're certainly taking you to the cleaners. <laughs> so long, Fizzer. Goodbye,
4: Cupid. Oh, God. <laughs>
0: The king's men sing Old King Cole. Old
4: King Cole was a merry old soul, and a merry old soul was he. He loved his pipe and he loved his bowl, but he hated his fiddler's three.
1: Fiddle diddle with the fiddle, fiddle diddle dee
4: with the viol, fiddle diddle dee with the big burly bumble, fiddle Fiddle-de-de-de-de-de.
0: When old King Cole took his morning roll and his cup of hot coffee, his meal was lost and his temper crossed by the settlers freeze. Fiddle, a fiddly- with big, phase,
1: fiddle diddle diddle, fiddle diddle diddle diddle, the
4: vial? Fiddle diddle 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 diddle
0: diddle 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 diddle
4: diddle 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 diddle
1: diddle 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 diddle
4: Oh, fiddle-diddle-dee the big pearly bum. Oh, Fiddly-d
1: fiddle with a fiddle dee Fiddle-dee, 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 fiddle-dee,
0: dee fiddle-dee. The old king called he went for a stroll in the garden after tea. Was it was pursued by the, the breathless fruit, those maddening fiddlers three. Oh, the
4: oh, fiddle.
1: Plead- fiddle the
0: All King Cole, I will shoot a hole right through those fiddlers three. He pulled the trigger and the good old gun discharged the fiddlers three.
1: Fiddle, diddle dee went the fiddle. Fiddle, diddle dee went the vile.
4: Oh, shot through the middle
0: was the big
4: bass fiddle. pulled his pipe and, and fold, he coughed his phone, but buried his fiddler's tree. His fiddler's tree. He buried his fiddler's tree. He buried his fiddler's, buried his fiddler's... The Hiddler's
2: Well, we haven't made much progress, dearie.
3: I know. I got a good notion to go back and argue with that license clerk some more.
2: Oh. Don't think it's worth all this fuss, McGee. Well. They can't really send you to prison for not having a dog license for a non-existent dog. Are
3: well, you, you you sure they can't?
2: Why of course not. Well. And even if they do, you'll always know I'll be waiting for you. Yes, McGee, darling, I'll be there coming to see every visitor's oh, day. Oh, don't say that. Seeing that you have cigarettes.
4: No. Oh, and then
2: when they do let you out, we'll take up our lives just where we left off. Oh, Molly. I'll no. stick by even if you are an ex-con. Molly, don't
4: say that.
2: Why do I care what people say? Oh, don't me? say that. Let them talk. No. Let them say whatever they wish. Oh, stop with. it, Molly, stop it. <laughs> Gee
3: whiz, this is more serious than what I thought. I think I better go right up and see the mayor. That's what I better do. Look,
2: McGee, look. Huh? Here comes Mrs. Uppington. Oh. I wonder what she's doing in the city hall.
3: Hmm. Probably going to complain about the public schools being too public.
2: (laughs) If she'd come down off her high horse long enough to let the saddle cool off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how do you do, Mrs. Uppington? So nice to see you. Oh, how do
3: you do, Mrs. McGee? And Mr. McGee. Hi, Eppity.
2: <laughs>
3: Why, good heavens, Miss McGee.
2: You seem quite perturbed about something. I am what perturbed. is the matter? Well, you'd be perturbed too, Mrs. Uppington, if you had to pay a tax on something you didn't have. Yes. Oh, not at all, my dear. I pay just such a tax. I don't mind it a bit,
3: but... Oh, yeah? What did you pay a tax on that you ain't got?
1: <laughs> Last year's income. <laughs> Wasn't that clever of me? <laughs>
4: uh,
2: oh. <clears throat> uh, what are you doing in the City Hall, Mrs. Uppington? Oh, oh, I'm just looking up some of the early historical facts about Whistle Bitson, my dear. You see, we Uppingtons were practically the founders of this city, you know.
3: so were the McGee's, Uppy. In fact, the original McGee log cabin stood right here where this city hall is today. Really?
2: May have very interesting. I didn't know
3: that, McGee. Oh, yes. (laughs) Our living room was just about where the elevator is. Our kitchen was right over there, the bedroom on the left here, and our bathroom... Well, can you imagine that? Why, what, Mr. McGee? Uppy, you're standing right in our
4: bathtub. <laughs> oh, oh, dear.
3: Oh, now, please, Mr. McGee, don't do that.
4: Oh, goodbye. <laughs> Well,
3: isn't she the one, though? Yeah, I used to think she really had something on the ball, though I seen it was just a figure eight. <laughs> now let's see, what was I to so about? The dog license? Huh? Oh, yes. Dad wraps them guys anyway. Who do they think they are trying to make me pay for a license for? Oh, McGee. Uh, what seems to be the
2: trouble? Oh, hello, Mr. Gildersleeve.
3: Oh, go away, Gildersleeve. What? I ain't in any mood to bandy words with you.
2: Now, McGee, I'm sure Mr. Gildersleeve was just trying to be helpful.
3: Why, certainly. Oh, yeah. Gildersleeve, you're about as much help as mumps to a sword swallower. <laughs> Is that so? Yes, that's so.
0: Well, I'm not surprised you got yourself another mess, McGee. Well. You can get tangled up quicker than the cub bear with 40 feet of grapevine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Gildersleeve,
3: as the Siamese twin says to his brother when they got appendicitis, one of these days we're going to have it out.
2: (laughs) Well, for goodness sake, sometimes I wish you would. I'm getting tired of listening to you two boys trying to laugh to each other with your vocal cords. Well,
4: Well, if he he doesn't doesn't stop pestering me, me,
3: I'll... Pins? Needles? Cotton? Thimble? What goes up the chimney? Smoke. May your wish and my wish never be broke. What would you wish, dearie? I wish that Gildersleeve would go away. That's what I wish.
4: All right for you, McGee.
3: But by George, one of these days you'll be sorry.
4: When you try and borrow my bow and arrow again.
2: <laughs> Heavenly days, McGee. Why do you have to treat him like that? He's oh. really very nice, you know. Oh,
3: he burns me up. I don't like his whole family either. They're all alike. Gildersleeve is just the bottom button on a long line of stuffed shirts.
4: <laughs> Well,
2: this isn't getting that dog license taken care of. Where's the mayor's office?
3: I think it's up on the fourth floor. Right next to the All elevator right, that... you. You're watching the police commissioner's office. Who is? You. Him? Yes. Oh. Well, what's this all about, officer? What have I done?
0: All I know is there was a complaint from the license department about you creating a disturbance by refusing to pay your dog tax. Now march along with you. Oh, yeah. Now look here,
1: you big oaf. What was that you called me? <laughs>
0: Uh, An oaf. An oaf? Yes. Is that something bad?
2: (laughs) Certainly not. An oaf is a a very valuable thing. You know the old saying, officer. Half an oaf is better than none.
0: <laughs> none of you blotting now, my <laughs> Well, come along with you to the commissioner's office. and uh, No, wait a moment. Me shoe's untied. Hold on to me a minute here so they can keep me balanced. tonight.
3: I... I'm sorry, bud. I've been persecuted long enough.
4: <laughs> oh, oh you go. Hey, what? Come on, Molly, run.
3: They ain't going to put me in no prison. I'm coming, McGee. Make for the side door. Hey, come
1: back here. Stop him, somebody. It's
4: a fugitive from justice. This Molly. How is it?
3: Taxi! Taxi! More to stand the the creviceite and make it port us. Oh. Oh. oh, no. Now what have
2: we done, McGee? Now we are in trouble.
3: No, we ain't, Molly. I know what I'm doing. Uh, uh, excuse me, Doc. Uh, I didn't quite get the address. Take us to the governor's mansion, driver. Okay, Senator. The governor's
2: mansion? But, McGee, we... After all, we can't take a measly little dog license case up with
3: the governor. I ain't going to. Then what? But he lives right across the street from the pet shop, and I'm going to buy a dog. <laughs> Step on it, driver.
0: Before we continue, I'd like to take you for a moment on an imaginative journey to a well-known nursery school. The children are playing at their various projects, having a time of their lives. See how clean the walls and windows are, and look at the floors. They're covered with linoleum rugs, as fresh and bright as the day they were bought. Now let me read you a letter we just received from the head of this school. I have been using your wonderful blowcoat for the linoleum rugs on my nursery school floors for the past five years. Mothers have remarked so many times that our floors look spotless and just like new. Of course, they do. They do because I use glow coat on them once a month. I feel so grateful for this easy way of preserving my linoleum and always having a clean, bright school that I recommend glow coat to all my friends. Now then, before we return to Fibber and Molly, let me urge you to try Johnson's self-polishing glow coat on your linoleum floors. Remember, glow coat needs no rubbing or buffing whatsoever. It's (laughs) self-polishing.
3: Well, I didn't buy the dog, Molly, after all.
2: Well, what made you change your mind, dearie? Oh, well,
3: I got to thinking it over, and I decided two bucks a year for a license, plus two bits a day for a hamburger was too much, so I just bought the license.
4: Oh, dear. Yeah.
2: Well, considering the fact that you worked like a dog to get it straightened out, you ought to wear the tag yourself.
3: <laughs> That's what I thought. Look, Molly.
4: <laughs> Good night. Good night, all.
0: This is Harlow Wilcox, speaking for the makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coat, inviting you all to be with us again next Tuesday night. Good night. This is the National Broadcast.